we start again. This is the last year from Toronto. We're basically kedushin daf kaftet, starting on the amud. So we saw, we saw in the uh, in yesterday's year we saw uh, the Mishnah spoke about uh, that Rishud Agavor bekesef that the hegdish, right? It deals with the transaction done with money. Rishud Agavor bechazoka, and we saw that in Meshicha. And then we saw that I mean, Rishud Agavor kesef that when that that when when you negotiate with Gavor. If you hand it over with Hedjot. In other words, Hedjot seems to always have the upper hand. And the way we saw yesterday, again, we had some examples. The Gizbar, basically, the Gizbar always has the upper hand. Whether it's Meshicha, where the money goes up, the money goes down, he seems to get the higher price. Right? And the Gura says, so now we start a new case. We are in Kaftan Abu Aleph, Mashchu Bemana. Right? So, Meshacho is probably the right way to pronounce it. Meshacho Bemana. Right? So you did Meshicha when it was worth the mana. And now you haven't yet managed to actually grab the thing from Hegdesh. So you paid the Hegdesh, you, you took the Hegdesh, the money from Hegdesh, but you hadn't paid the Hegdesh. You haven't paid the money to the Gizbar. In the meantime, I don't know if there was inflation, I don't know if it happened in a crazy situation. You, you did Meshicha, you haven't paid over the money. In the meantime, the price went up to 200. You give my time. Because you haven't paid the money yet, sorry, we said the Hegdish is the money, you done the Meshicha, the enhanced value was still in the Rishut of Hegdish. So, you didn't give him the money yet. So, when it says, My time, when the Passock says, How do you get out of Hegdish? You got to give the money, and then you get it. New case, Meshachob, my time. When you did Meshichah from Hegdesh, you took this object from, you buy from Hegdesh, but Matai, you've always picked up Torah, she had more money, now you haven't paid the money yet to the Hegdesh, and then the price went down, now it's the money, now it says, not take my time, you give it, still give 200, but the girl says, my time, that should be the other way around, we just said a moment ago, if you took away all his money, and it went up to Matayim, pay Matayim, why? Because until you did, you paid the money, it belonged to Hegdesh, so here, you took it, you paid the money, and it belonged to Hegdesh. There was the, the devaluation of, the, of, of this item went down while it belonged to Hegdesh. So why are you paying my time? So the says, Lo ye koach hedges, chamur me, lo, lo ye koach hedges, chamur me Hegdesh. So it's obvious because we always give the Hegdesh upper hand. And therefore, if it was a case of, uh, of, 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 uh, of, uh, of a Hegdesh, Hegdesh only works with Meshicha. Right? So Meshicha of my time, and you done Meshicha. So when it's Hegdesh, when it's a Hegdesh, a person, it's Meshicha. So now it's in your hands, right? Uh, when it was Matayim. So you owe them Matayim. The fact that it went down to money, it was already yours. So even the Hegdesh, we normally say it's not banned. You still can't make Hegdesh worse. So it seems that it only works in Hegdesh in one way. They always get the better of the, of, of, of the scenario. That's how we looked at it. And then the third case that Gabor brings over here is Pedor Matayim. He actually gave them money of 200 actually taken from Hegdesh. And when you come to fetch it, it says, no ten my time. You, you leave it with the my time. My time. Because you've got to give the money. So money makes it yours. You have the money, that's the money. Now, so that's, up until now, all three cases work in the favor of Hegdesh. The fourth case, you pay the money of a hundred. Right? Rashi says over here, the last, the second last, second, second narrow lines of Rashi. You gave the money, when it was the money. Veloi speak le moshcho ad shamad be time. And now you hadn't yet come to get it. And in the meantime, the price was up to my time. You're already given the money of money. Here the Mishnah says something completely different we would have expected. 
that you paid a hundred, even though now it's worth two hundred times, you get it. Only leave that money, you have to make up another money. Am I? He says, but how come? Shouldn't we say here as well? The 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 koach of a hedyot shouldn't be more chamur than hegdesh. And when it comes to koach of of a hedyot, if you 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 depend on meshicha, and therefore you haven't done meshicha yet, and in the meantime until the meshicha went up to two hundred, so you should have to pay two hundred. The Gemara says, listen to this. Atu hedyot love b'mishe parakai. And what does it mean, mishe para? If you remember, we've seen this before actually. Mishe para, there's a, there's a klala, right? So, so Rashi doesn't actually say anything, to be honest. There's no Rashi whatsoever. There's a Tosfot Riyazakein. If you want to look at Tosfot Riyazakein quickly, you can look here right at the bottom, at the bottom of the Riyazakein, right? It says the Atu, the very first wide lines. Can the Hedyot, if you've paid money, even if you haven't done Meshech yet, can he change his mind and, and, and go out of the deal? If he does, it's a baiting counterfeit, that's the truth. But he gets this curse of Mishe Para. What is the curse of Mishe Para? It's going by Metziah, right? That, that, that even though we say that Midoraita, according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's money that does the Kenyan, but according to Chacham, it seems that it's Meshech that does the Kenyan. But once money has changed hands, it seems that it's pretty much a deal. And if you now want to get out of the deal and take advantage of this Meshichah story and not take advantage of the money, so Chachamim don't look at it so nicely. And therefore you subject to this curse of Mishe Parami Anshe Dor HaMabu Umidor HaPalaga Hu Atidi Prami Mishe Eno Med Bediburo But you seem to be a person who doesn't keep your word and Hashem who expand para, what is that, extracted from the Dor HaMabul and Dor HaPalaga Right, the punishment for their behavior, he will extract the punishment from you as well. So it's type of a curse that's hovering above this sort of behavior. That's what the Gemara says. That's why if you paid the money, okay, that's why he says over here, all right, what was the case? The case was paid the you gave Hegdesh money. Roy Spickler didn't do Meshikha yet. So Masha, why don't we set up a hand? The Gemara says, no. Since you paid the money over here, heg, heg, right, Hegdesh, can't be a patur uh, 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 from this 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 clan as well. You got the money that the Gizbar has to has to has to has to has to respect it, and therefore you don't have to pay more money, which is quite interesting. In all other cases, right, when you pay the two hundred, that the mashicha, right, you got to pay even though it went down and everything up. But yeah, it seems that if you had paid the money, the price went up. You know, mashicha yet, that's the one case where you'd be patur and you really wouldn't have to pay more money. Can you mishnah? That's an interesting mishnah. We'll go through it quite quickly because it's pretty straightforward. Call mitzvot ben laav, or mitzvahs that the ben alav that mitzvahs applying to the son by the father. Like was we'll ask a question about it in a moment. And Hashem chavim and Hashem turot. Men are chayev and women are patur. Call mitzvot ha'avad ben. Any time is a mitzvah on the father from the son. It's the son is obligated to do something to the father. Echad nashim vechad nashim chayavin. So if there's a mitzvah like of, of regarding parents. Brothers and sisters, and the boys and girls are chayv the same way. When it's a mitzvah of the parent to the child, so the husband, the father is chayv, the, 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 the mother is patu. The whole mitzvah, and Rashi says over here, but Gemara Farish Lakulamati, we'll see this whole Mishnah explained in the, in, the, in the Gemara. So not much to say about Rashi. Then, second case, call mitzvah, I say Shazman grammar, this is important Gemara, this, right? This is one of the important f- sources of, of this whole concept of mitzvah, I say Shazman grammar, which we all know. 
that time bound positive commandments only chayiv men. This is one of the one of the important Mishnah. Just write this down. This is the source. The whole mitzvot asay shazman grama. Anytime Rashi says, "What does it mean shazman grama?" Shazman gorem la shetavo. That it's a mitzvah that's bound, that's caused by time, right? And Hashem chayiv Hashem through it. Mitzvot asay positive commandment. The whole mitzvot asay shazman grama. Any positive words aren't time bound. Chayiv Hashem chayiv Hashem chayiv they all both chayiv. A negative command makes no difference anymore. Right? So let's just quickly summarize. Positive commandments are time bound, only men. Positive commandments that aren't time bound, men and women. Negative commandments, whether they're time bound or aren't time bound, men and women. Right? And now, the Gemara Mishnah gives three exceptions over here. Of all mitzvot lo say, whether they time bound or not time bound. One second. Okay, so now, except for, there are a couple of exceptions here in the Mishnah. Chutmi bal takif. What bal takif? I should say bal takif atarosh. This mitzvah of not, uh, of, 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 that you can't cut, you know, your, your, your head, like you can't shave around your head. Ubal tashchit, and bal tashchita v'yerash is not bal tashchit of destroying goods, etc. Oh yeah, there. But bal tashchit peat zakan. Yeah, you are there. These five points on your on your on your temples and your and your and your, and your beard and the five points you can't shave. So those don't apply to women. Intra women can shave her face, and there are some women, unfortunately, who need to shave. Right? Who have like heavy growth? They can use a beard. They can use a. I mean, not a beard. They can use a blade. Not a problem whatsoever. Ubal tit amalemetim. This idea of kohanim, that kohanim can't become temeim, doesn't apply to women. So a bat kohen can go to the cemetery without any limitations. So these are three important exceptions that don't apply. Bal tashchit, bal titamei, and bal takif. Like it works like this. What does it mean, all these mitzvahs of the father on the son? It seems to imply the son on the father. If it's all mitzvahs that sons have to do to his father, what are you talking about? How can women be part of something to do to their parents? Where's he having a woman as well? So it says, It says, Speaking about in the plural of here. So it seems to be a mitzvah to everybody. So it seems to be a mitzvah that children are bechuyav to, 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 to do things to their parents equally, men and women. So I'm a Yudah Hakikam, it says, understand as follows. Call mitzvah ben hamutra la'av. Any mitzvahs of the son that, are, that, that the responsibility falls on the father. Right? Look at Rashi, hamutra la'av. Kagon, henech the mefrash, you see the moment of the bride. The bride is going to mention them, which is lelamdo toritim in Torah, lelamolot to bless him, lelamdo toritim to redeem him after five days, if he's a, after three days, if he's a, b'chamishah stam, if he's a, in b'chor, if he's a b'chor, to marry him off. Right? So he says, now the brighter says it. So when a father's got these mitzvahs, the mitzvahs on the, on the, on the boys, there's a mitzvah to marry your son and marry your daughter. It's quite interesting that, eh? For some reason, the world is no egg to be more about their daughters getting married than their sons getting married. It's quite interesting. When you, when you, when you see it, but the mitzvah is actually to marry for your son and to marry for your daughter. Right? So Gemara says, Tanina, we learned the bright, I don't know about none. The Gemara quotes a brighter over here. It's a Tosefti Masechi Kiddushin. 
Right? In the Mechilta, it says, to bless him, to redeem him, this is called Pidina Ben, to teach him Torah, to teach him a trade. Amazing, the order of this, look at the order, hey? so it goes in the order. So obviously it starts off from birth. First, the first bit is to bless him, then to, on after eight days, then 30 days to do the Pidina Ben, then to teach him Torah, then to marry of Tawaf, and then teach him a trade. And some say even teaching to teach him to sue. Rashi says, "Ashlo benahar shema yifrosh besvina." You might go on a boat. V'titaba v'istakeni any day l'ashut. If he goes on a boat and the boat sinks and he can't swim, he's going to die. So therefore, you teach him how to swim. Rabbi Yudah Meir, Rabbi Yudah says on that. Koshen when I made it, but no umanut. If you don't teach your son a trade, right? A trade, a profession. Melamdo listo. You teach him to be a criminal. So what's what listo? Sakra. You teach him to be a criminal. And a keilu melamdo listo. It's easy to, if you're teaching him to sleep, to steal. Why look at Rashi? Since he hasn't got any trade, he won't have bread, he'll be hungry, he'll be starving. He'll go to the streets, he'll start robbing people. So the person hasn't got a, parno, a, a skill to go on a parnos, you're going to force him to steal. It's quite amazing that. It seems like, what does it say that he's going to go reading Korah and get a handa? Right? It doesn't say, it says learn Torah and go get a profession. Make a parnosa. Right, so the Gemara now discusses each of these things. So we saw over here, uh, basically six mitzvahs, including to teach him to swim. So the first one is, how do we know where the mitzvah to teach him? Aram gave him a bris. So the Gemara says, where the father is in bris, the Beitin has to give him a bris. I'm not going to spend too much time on the Psukim because I'm not going to ask you. I don't actually understand the limit myself. But it says here, yeah, So this seems to be a mitzvah to the Beitin. Every battle has to be brisked. And the Beitin is He has to brisk himself. Look at Rashi over here. Right? When he gets all this, he gives himself a brisk. Imagine the guy 60 years old, he's going to get a brisk. He's going to go in and give himself a brisk. The mitzvah on him. It gets correct. So when you're an adult and you understand that you never had a bris, it's not your fault, but what can we do? You never had a bris. You have correct. You have correct. You never had a bris. You can't blame your father or blame the town. Go get a bris. It's quite interesting this idea of whether the father has to actually bris him or not. I don't even remember. I've told you this before with my with when. I had a book when Rui was born about Pinchasham, about Pinchasham, that the mitzvah not only to actually brist him, but to have him brist. And we had an argument with my mohel, you've got to appoint the guy to shliach. Okay, Robert's laughing, so I won't repeat it. You've all heard it. Okay, okay. okay. So, so now, what? Okay. Very good. <laughs> You're lucky. Everything worked out well. Right? Okay, but the question is, if, if the question is, is it a mitzvah or is it just taking a chance? So I wanted to tell about your Pinchashayim, but there's no mitzvah to brush between brush your own son. Taking a chance. But everyone agrees. Some people think it is. And therefore they tell you to appoint the Moel as a shaliach. According to Pinchashayim, in that book, if I understood it correctly, it was 27, almost 28 years ago. I haven't read it since then. But he seems to imply that the mitzvah is on the father to have his son brushed. So it's over here. It says, Michai, this is over here, uh, that a, a father has to uh, what does it mean? It doesn't say 
the son, the father's mitzvah. The Mishnah says it, Mufurash. In the Mishnah, the, the mitzvah is on the father to make sure his son gets a bris. How do you make your son get a bris? You bring a guy who's qualified to bring a bris. You pay him and say, bris by son. So the idea of the, of the mohel saying to you, appoint me as your shaliach to do the bris for your son is, 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 is I don't want to sound extreme over here, because I don't want to agree with you, but it, it, it sounds preposterous. Because if there's no mitzvah on me to bris my son, why should I appoint you my shaliach to bris him? My job was to get him brisked. I brought you here, I paid you, now do your job and get on with it. Why make me your shaliach? You don't need shlichut. Not everybody agrees with that. But when I look at the Mishnah now, though, by the way, it seems that the Mishnah is pretty straightforward. It says, the mitzvah, the father's job is to make him brave and burst, not to bris him. But anyhow, someone that you did it all very nice, and thank God everyone went well. I know your son doesn't have any problems. So, Baruch Hashem. Okay? So now, how did the woman is going to give to bris her son? When Hashem was Metsumi to Abraham to bless him, not to Sarah. This is the Pasha, right? Your Mitzvah Pasha. You learn that as well. Okay, so I get confused. Okay. I thought you learned on your Baryosha Kumi because you have a Mitzvah Pasha. Okay, but you have a Mitzvah Kitisa. That's right. Okay, I apologize. Okay, okay. Right. So Ashkechen Miyad, it's another word, it's like a beautiful. So now we have Ashkechen Miyad. Right, that was with Avram, Miyad, but with the Dorot, we know that Hiram is the mitzvah forever. So he says, Talibari Shmael, Koma Komstem Rat, Tsav, Elis Yuz Miyad, the Dorot. Pasuk says, Tsav, Penei, right? The Pasuk of Israel, I have it in the Torah. No, it says, Zot, Pritish, you know. Where do we actually Tsav? Baral Zachar, the Mishnah, the Mishnah, the Tsavit Yoshev, the Chaskar, and Tsaki Yudif, the Tsavit, the Aritz Hashit. Where's the Tsai Tsav? Where's the Tsai Tsav? Where's the Pasuk Tsai Tsav? Shivatan, Ashkechain. So we mitzvah now forever, immediately to say, now, okay, that was to brust him, lift How do his father didn't do it, he himself has to do it. an amazing story, this, right? If your father, if you discover when you're 25 years old, that your parents didn't do pigeon up bed on you and you're a Bechor, you've got to go find a Kohen and pay him five slaim shekel kesef and redeem yourself. There's a story about the Vilnagon that every time a Kohen would come, he was a Bechor. Every time a Kohen would come to town, he'd do pigeon up bed again with that Kohen. Why? In case the previous Kohanim weren't Kohanim, Yuchasim weren't proper Kohanim. So every time he met a Kohen, he said, Ah, maybe you're a Kohen, do pigeon up bed on me for himself. They say, I, 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 I don't know, I, I haven't read it myself, I, I heard that. I stand to be correct, but I've heard that. Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's accurate. Okay, the woman, the wife, because she hasn't got the mitzvah to do pidjuna ben on her son. Because no mitzvah woman to do pidjuna ben, therefore she's a bit too far to do pidjuna somebody else. How do you know that she's in Mitzvah to do Pidjana Ben on herself? Think the girl. I think the Hagorah Bach over here, which is over here, Dibur Machil Tibadeh, we call it Kari Bay Tipadeh. That it must, that the Tivdeh means Tipadeh. Kol Shachem Mitzvah Niftodoh, Mitzvah Niftodoh, Yachat Smo. Shachem Mitzvah Niftodoh, Mitzvah Tzid, a bit circular here, reference. Anybody else is Mitzvah to do themselves. We mean, I should not have Mitzvah, how do you know what else is Mitzvah to do to redeem her? Damakra, Kol Bechor Benechat Tivdeh. 
So it's only applies to sons. So bottom line is only only applies to sons. Doesn't apply to her. She only assumes mitzvah themselves. The mitzvah to do somebody else. So a wife is out the picture. So if a husband has got the mitzvah between a ben, not the mother. Quite amazing. Because you would have thought if the father the mother can do it. Now maybe she can. So I would, even, uh, 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 what I was saying to you now that I would, that you think that you can, I suddenly thought to myself that maybe this is, the, maybe the mother does it, but not as the mitzvah on the mother, but as the mitzvah on behalf of the community. Because we saw in the Mishnah said that with, right, that with, with uh, that if, he, that, he, that, he, that look, yeah, uh, uh, it says, uh, uh, where was it? If uh, in the bris it said that he's got a mitzvah, the mitzvah's on the father to do it. If the father didn't do it, then the community should do it. If the community should do it, then he should do it. In the pigeon up, it doesn't mention the community. It just mentions him and not her. I mean, him and, and when he grows up. But maybe we could say that a pigeon up is like a bris as well. In other words, if the father isn't around, then the community should do, then there's a mitzvah on the, on the, on the community to do pigeon up. And if then they don't do it, then maybe when he gets older, maybe. So maybe the mother steps in in the shoes as the community. But there's clearly no mitzvah on her. The most we can say is that she's doing it on behalf of everybody else or on behalf of the father. Look, there has to be a father. Maybe he died. I don't know what story you name. Look, like today you have these, uh, you have a lot of women, for better or for worse. Maybe it's better because at least they have children, right? There are single mothers that have children and they haven't got fathers. Sometimes, I don't even know if they always know who the, who the donor is. Uh, and and it's clearly, it, then the question is, is it that guy's Bechor? You have to know that as well. Because the Bechor goes after the father's Bechor, not the mother's Bechor. So it can get quite complicated. It's the, it's the Bechor of the father. But it's with each wife. Now hold on one second. I want to correct myself. It's the Bechor, it's the father's Bechor with each wife. Correct. So it would be hers as well. You're right. I'm talking rubbish. It's the father's, but every time he has a wife, it's the first child of that wife. What I said was nonsense. Scratch what I said. Because we'll see over the Amud in a moment that a person's got a mitzvah. Every time he has a Bechor with a new wife, he's got a mitzvah to the Pijun Aben. Right. So, so if it's hers, clearly it's her Bechor. So it's an important question. That he would need Pijun Aben, Mishtoma. There's no father here to do it. Why would he have to wait till he grows up? So after 30 days, they can do it probably on behalf of the community. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. I know. Please, I, I, I look. Any you find an answer as well? Let me know. I send. I send it to the group. Okay, let's carry on. Then Tarabaran, who liftot? Ubeno liftot. Now, what if he hasn't done pigeon aben yet? He discovers it. Right? And uh, Rashi says, His father never did the to him, and he hasn't been to his son either. Now, obviously, we speak in a situation where, where there's only enough money to be to do Bichuna Ben once. If there's plenty of money, there's no question of it. The guy's got literally five slaim kesef. And what does he do? He discovers he's never had Ben done to him as a Bechor, and he has to do Bichuna Ben for his son. So, what does he do? So the, the Tanakama says, Who kodem the beno? He goes first. Rabbi Yudo mer, beno kodmo. But it's on the contrary. Beno kumowa, shezeh mitzvah to alaviv, vezeh mitzvah beno alav. 
He says she's right, but Zem is what but no love. He's got a mitzvah on his son, and he was on his he, his father was meant to do him. He's gonna do his son. So now the fact that he hasn't done it, he's gonna he's gonna do it on his son. Ah, but what about him? Well, his mitzvah comes only because his father didn't do it to him. Really, his father should have done it to him, didn't do it to him, so now it becomes his problem. But his son is his mitzvah, not a problem. So he says to him, it's what it says. So that was Rabbi Huda, right? So the Kama says he goes first, right? And then and Rabbi Huda says, no, his son goes first. Rabbi Yirmiya says, this machloket, Tanakama Rabbi Huda, we have to understand. When only five slaim, he goes before his son. My timer. Mitzvah de gufei adifa. See that? See, because the mitzvah to do on yourself is adif for you to do mitzvah on somebody else. Keep it. Where's the machloket? Hechad de ikka chamesh meshubadim vechamesh pnei chori. This is very amazing how this word gets to this. What does it mean chamesh chamesh pnei chori and chamesh meshubadim? He's got five slaim over here that that are in the bank or in his drawer. Five shekels, right? And he's got another five slaim. Which he owes to somebody. Right? So 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 so, so let's say let's say the, these Meshubadim. So it's a little bit tricky over here. I saw quite a note. One of the notes was that the Meshubadim over here could be that land that he had sold to somebody who owed him the money. Uh, it gets a bit tricky of how the Meshubadim Rashi's the Tosmod Riazakin says Yachamesh Meshubadim Sheshibed Yaakov. Right, and he's got the other Zechayshek Shlomo on the Tosfat Riyazakim, which fixes up. He says like this: Sheshibed Yaakov. He says, "Ulai Tshichlomar, Sheshibed Yaakov, Korim Shenolad Ruven." Before his son, his son was born, he was Meshubed Shulis Ruven. But Yesh Beyad Yaakov Chamesh Laim Bnei Chorin Livdot Ruven Beno. So he, he, he says Meshubed over here that he might have uh, lent money. He he, he, uh, uh, he took a mortgage. Okay, he borrowed the money, now there's land that's, that, that's mortgaged for this amount of money. So now he owes somebody else the money. Right, that's what he says, Meshubad over here. But on, on the land. So he says like this, what's the machloket? Right, he says, Rabbi Yudha Savar, Milve dikhti b'torah, kichtu b'shtar damya. At the Milve, shekatu b'torah, what Milve k'tuvah b'torah? It's Rashi Masechet B'choroth, it says like this, Kagon pijun ha'ben chamesh la'im, t'zachir rachman l'koen. The Kohen was entitled to that money from the Torah before you went and owed it to somebody else. So really the Kohen is like a, a first creditor on that even money. Even though his son wasn't born yet. Right? right? I, my father saying is, I've lived it to you. Now he likes that I've lived it to you. Right? It's going to be born. You knew it was going to be born. You had a son going to be born. So now that money was ready. You weren't allowed to go and encumber that money. So that encumbered money belonged to the coin. The coin can go now and get it back from that guy. That's what Rabbi Yudas says. So Rabbi Yudas, that's Rabbi Yudas. It's have a mil v'dikhtu b'torah k'tu b'shtar damya. Bahani chamesh parik lebrei. Right? So now with your five shekels that you've got, to put it into your son first. And then v'azil koin v'tari v'lai l'chamesh u'en l'day. Now that money of yours, it's not really the Abu Ati there. 
So it's not really on the coin, it's you. The fact that you're falling a Pidura Ben to you, you've got a standing debt to do Pidura Ben to you on yourself. And therefore that money is owed to the coin. Not the son's money. That money is owed to the coin. Now your five shekel, which is free, go and do a Pidura Ben for yourself. Now the coin can go to the guy who you, <laughs> you owe that money to. Take it away from him because it was owed to the coin before you encumbered the debt because you had the debt on yourself. And he says, Milva, all right? So that's why he says, Milva, that, uh, he, he, where he says over here, that, of the land. For you, for you, for you, for you, because there's a debt on you hovering over you. The fact that your father didn't pitch it up to you is not the coin's problem, the coin's after his money. So you've got to give it to the coin. So the free money. The free money you do for the son. And then that, now the coin can now go get that money from that guy and do put it up on you. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says over here. Right? Uh, but Rabbanan said, no, we will dictate the right to that. And Rabbanan said, what are you talking about? The Torah commands you to the pigeon of Ben. That doesn't mean that that money belongs to a coin. Well, you're ridiculous. Now, that money was money. The fact that the Torah says you've got to now go find five shekels. You can't go now and undo deals that have been done before so the coin comes out. Listen, I'm a coin. I'll entitle that money before you did it. Right? This is Therefore, he says, you do it on yourself. And the sun, you worry about the sun another time. Okay, that is that machlur that it brings a bright light. If not, it but no. Look, now, hold on a question over here. What if you got a mitzvah now? To you got enough money only to do pigeon ben or go aliyala regal? Next question. So again, Tanakama says poder but no. You first pigeon ben the chakach or lela regal, and you go to regal. And Rabbi Yudah says no. Or the regal vachakach poder but no. You first go aliyala regal. You worry about your son afterwards. Listen to this. He says, Why? Shazom is vato very. If you don't make Adiala regal, now you're going to miss regal. Yeah, coming. We've got Roshona, peace God, coming on Friday. If you don't blow Shofar on Friday, you can't blow Shofar on Monday. You cannot sign on, on, on Sunday. So we don't blow Shofar on Friday, right? If you duck on Friday, we don't blow Shofar. Day before Shofar, we don't blow Shofar. But on the Shabbos, we don't blow Shofar either. I heard an amazing shoe, by the way, uh, by Rabbi Leibovitz. And I, you should all listen to it. Actually, quite unbelievable. There's a guy, I forget his name now, who. Who, who, who try to arrange a bait-in to actually, he said we should reinstitute playing shofar on Shabbos. That there is a, he quoted Makarot, that if there's a bait-in, you can blow shofar on Shabbos. He wanted to try and get a bait-in to blow shofar on Shabbos. Quite, quite outrageous, no, amazing story there. Anyhow, we don't blow shofar on Shabbos, but on Sunday... You know, because, because it says that, that the Torah is only where there isn't a baiting. Where there is a baiting, Rabbi Yochanan and Zaka wanted you to blow it. There was a baiting, so we'd better make a baiting. So, say, so over here, you know, me, or little regular, but no, she's not very, she's not very, but he says, no, go to regular. If you miss the regular, it's gone. And it seems that Pidjan Abbey is not very, it's not very, why? Because you know, maybe you meant to do the Chim on the 30th day. If you do it on the 30th, you do it on the 31st, or the 40th, the 60th, you got 60 years old, you do Pidjan Abbey. Who says his reason? They'd rather do the rather go to regular first because it's overt and, and do the sun later. What's Rabbanan's reason for telling you to do the sun first and, and not to regular? So he says, why? They quote the pastor. The pastor So the same pastor says, first redeem the bachor, and then the pastor says, Lo Don't arrive at the bed, I'm just empty handed. So what comes first? Pijin Aben. So it tells you, Pijin Aben first. And then worry about coming to the regular empty-handed. So that's how Rabbi Nan say that you should uh, do ben, the pigeon ben first. Okay, turn another brighter. You know, this is what I said. I spoke nonsense earlier on, right? How does you got five sons from five different women? You got to do pigeon on each one of them. 
Talmud Lomar, Kol Bechor Banecher Tivdeh. Amazing, eh? Straightforward Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kol Bechor Banecher Tivdeh. All your Bechorot. You're going to do Pidun Abed. How can you have all? Pashat, all from different women. Tegmoy says, well, Pshita, what's a Chidush? Peterechem, Tarachmana. Yeah, why don't you say that? I think Robert said, Peterechem, right? Peterechem, every woman's got a Peterechem. So Gemara says, no, is a chilush here, b'chol zo, why am I, what would you have thought? Nele, b'chol, 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 it's just like that, it only goes to the first Bechor of the first wife. So to all Din Bechorot, going to the first wife, Kamash I know, even a Bechor of every single wife, will you have to do Chamesh Shekel uh, Kesef and do Pidra Bechor. Okay, then we saw the third Mishnah, the third Halokha we had there, was the Lamdo Torah, teaching Torah. So everyone says, Bin Hayrat, Mr. Teaching Torah, Bin Alan, said, Dichtiv, Bediman, Tebeta, Benechem, Pashut, the Torah says, you're going to teach your sons. So the Hechad Elo Agmer Avu, and when your father didn't teach him, Bichai Bihul Agmer Rashi, he's going to teach himself. Why? And Rashi points out this is a different pasuk. What's this Vilimaratem? Tichtiv Vilimaratem. And Rashi tells us that this pasuk Vilimaratem is a different pasuk. Look at the Rashi over here. He says, where's that Rashi now? I'm not making it up. I thought I saw Rashi. Dichaya, the third narrow lines of Rashi, top. It's a different pasuk. So that's a separate pasuk of yeah. It's also, also saying tvarim, but uh, this is a different pasuk. So Al is a pasuk. You first teach, you first teach, you got to teach yourself. You can't say, well, what can I do? My father didn't teach me Torah. I have to learn Torah. So the Gemara asks the question: Ihi minal and telom mechayiv. How do you know the woman that she's not mechayiv? Right? Look, Rashi lamedet benal. It doesn't teach your son. Dichtiv lo nativ benechem. Because it says teach your son. I'm going to get to that in a moment. Right? So it says, Kari Bavli Baratim, La Ukshuna de lo Mifkede lo Mifkede Yomor. Right? It says, Look, it says, I have to teach the Russian, I got a Bachar, Matthew Benachim, Kari Bavli Baratim, Mukhon de Morachim, Akhachimish, it's a basic, there's a little bit of Limur and the Lamed. If Tivoli Baratim, Li Maratim, Li Maratim, Kosh Matsuvil Yomor, Matsuvil Yomor, Lamed. Kosh Elmatsuvil Yomor, Elmatsuvil Lamed. Right? There's no mitzvah to, if you haven't got a mitzvah to learn, you have a mitzvah to teach. How do you know women is a mitzvah to teach yourself? Other people got a mitzvah to teach you, so you can teach yourself. It's also a bit circular. So how do you know how do you know mitzvah in the Ramadan, or mitzvah to teach her? Bottom line, we can't make that possible. Now, it's quite amazing this because. If you remember, I've quoted this as well before. There's the Haktama of the Beit HaLevi, which I've mentioned before. I've actually, I've given a shirah on Shavuot come time, and I've spoken about it in this shirah lots of times. The Beit HaLevi, that's, uh, that's uh, the Rav Chaim of Brisk's father, of Yosheh Be'er Soloveitchik, original Rav Soloveitchik, the Rav Chaim father, Beit HaLevi. He's got a shut called the shut Beit HaLevi. Now, the Sefer is called a shut, but it's not a classic shut of Shilas and Chuvas. It's, it's written in the style of a shut, but it's to teach time Bochrim had to learn. It's all about lomdas. So it's a question and answer. It's very complicated in, in, in shit of, 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 of brisk. But the, I think from my, I think the Savior is more well known for its introduction. In the introduction, he speaks about the idea of Nasev and Nishma. And he says that the last mission, which quotes the Gemara and Shabbos, we learned before, where there were two Ktarim, 
about 600,000 malachim down and, and, and two tarim attached to every single person who said Nase Nishma, one for Nase, one for Nishma. He says that the two mitzvahs, the mitzvah of Nase, he's got a mitzvah of Lilmod, Heach Lasok, Enam Aritz Chasid. If you don't know how to do things, you, know, you can't be a, can't be a, a you know, Maharitz if you don't know how to do mitzvahs. You've got to know how to do mitzvahs. So there's one limut Torah to do mitzvahs. Then once you've learned all the mitzvahs in the Torah, you know exactly how to do everything, you've got a mitzvah of Nishma. Right? So it's Pashat that women are mitzvah in the Nase. Just like men are mitzvah in the Nase, women have to know what to do. She has to know how to do mitzvahs, she has to look after the truth, she has to look after the house, she has to do kasha things, she has to do lots of stuff women have to know. The question is, do you make a brocha on that mitzvah of Torah or not? That's, that's one of the questions that is raised over there or not. But he seems several there that it's partial that women have got a huge mitzvah in Limut Torah. Here the Gemara seems to be saying clearly with the mitzvah of Limut Torah we're speaking about over here is not the limit of Nasa, it's the limit of Nishma. In other words, not the practical side of the thing, but the big question is once you know all mitzvahs in the world, that's the Gemara in Shabbos we've seen. Remember it says, that's the, it says the, the guy says, what he comes to ask a question, he says, I've learned all the mitzvahs, can I go down, go learn Arista? Remember the Gemara? And it says, if you find a time that's neither day nor night, you can learn Arista. That was that Gemara there, because the mitzvah I've learned to learn, to learn, to, to learn Nishma. So I think that you've got to say over here that this mitzvah of women applying over here is applying the mitzvah of Lilamed Lishem Nishma. But Lamed, in order to know in our generation, I think, I don't see a difference in women and men because everyone's learning basically to learn how it's going. Anyway, next one. Julio Modu Benoli, here's my father's question, just a second ago. What if you go, if it's you or your son? Right? So there are enough money. Again, you can't both go learn. Why do you have to go learn? Who your son? Who condemns? The cover says, who could He goes first before his son. Now, you know, in Banav in Benoli Zariz, he says, no, Imi son is Zariz, Umemulach, and Shop. The Talmudomit can be a door, he's got a good memory, he'll remember it all, etc., but no Kodmo. But listen to this, it says, Kihad Rav Yaakov, there was a case of Rav Yaakov, Bereid Rav Acha Bar Yaakov. So his grandfather was Rav Yaakov as well, so the father was Rav Acha. Shadra Avua, the father, Rav Yaakov, sent his son, Rav Yaakov, the Kamed Abai, to go learn in Abai's Bet Midrash. Kiata, so when Rav Acha, the father, came, check out how his son was doing, Chazia did not have a mechadet in Shmate. There wasn't the sharpest pencil in the box. He's always obviously paid a lot of money to keep his son there in yeshiva. And he's studying with Abaya and uh, not the sharpest. So Amarle, says to his son, listen, mister, Ana I think that the money should be best spent if I stayed over here. Tov at the Izil. Ana, you go home. Tov, shov, right? You go home to your mommy. And then I'm going to stay with Abaya. So now that's the bottom. The there we see over here, Mamasha case, where the father figured he could do better than the son, and therefore he was going off to Yeshiva. Now Abaya, right? Abaya, uh, <laughs> Abaya gets a bit excited over here. So Shama Abaya, Abaya hears of the Kahava Ati. Right? So Abaya hears that Rav Acha Bar Yaakov is now coming. He knows Rav Yaakov is a big time Chochem. And he says like this, he says, Hava ahu mazik beira bananda midrash, there was a, a mazik, like a shade. How do they translate a mazik in the English, by the way? A demon, a demon right? When there were two people coming even, in the daytime, he would damage them. It was, they weren't even safe in the day, and even they were normally shading, don't come in the day, and shading, don't come in the two of you. This shade was fearless. So Amar Leos, Abaya says to the Talmudim, Lo le'tev le'inish u'shpizeh. Look at this, he says to the Grashi. 
He says to them, Lo later, don't you really give him a place to stay, Rav Acha? Va'alkorcho, and if we're going to force Rav Acha, Yalin Bebala Midrash, we're going to force him to go sleep in the way Midrash. Umitoch Hasiduto. Abai says, because he's such a big Hasid, Yaselo Neis, here a miracle happened to him, Viarog et Amazik. Finally, we found a solution to Amazik. Rav Acha by Yaakov's coming to town, nobody let him into your house, forced the guy to go sleep in the bed Midrash, and he'll take care of this Mazik. He says, Now what happens is, Al bat bahu bayrabana. Rashi says, Al bat. That's what it means, Al bat. He says, Al lan. He went and slept, Amash bahu bayrabana in the bed Midrash. Id milay, right, look at Rashi HaMazik, the Mazik appeared, Ketanina deshiva rishvata. Like a tanin, like a crocodile with seven heads. Rashi says, Yashayulo sheva gulgolot. Seven uh, skulls, heads. Ko kriya dekara. Rashi says, Every time they drive a Acher Yaakov, Rashi says, Mitpalel aloto mazik natar chadresha. Every time he did a kriya, one head fell off. Natar chadresha. Amalev lemachar. The next day, they, they, they had found this mazik dead. He says to the Jabaya, to the Batamini, he says, Ilo itrachish nisa sakint natim. Rashi sakantibuti. If I nice had been to find you, you got to be laughing days over here. And that's the end of the story, by the way. But it's like Abai wasn't too troubled. Abai obviously knew. <laughs> Imagine. Abai, the next morning, you're Rachel Bayaku, even sugar. You could have had me killed. So I don't know how Abai responded, but anyhow, it worked. But we see over there that if the, if the sun's not sharp enough, I can't. Torah Bana. Now again, they're enough money to, to teach Torah. To learn Torah or to marry a woman? What do you do? This is amazing. It says, Tanakama says, you first, you first, uh, you first learn Torah and then you go marry an Isha. Right? Right. You, if you have money to learn Torah or yourself or to marry a woman, why do you first learn Torah? And if you can't manage your other wife. So then you say, Shavah Chakim Motor. That's Tanakama. So if it's impossible for you, you can't. We'll see what that means about it. It's a long toss there. We'll see it in a moment. Right? But I'm a Yehuda, I'm a Shmuel. Halacha. So I'm a Shmuel. It says like this. Halacha. What's the Halacha? Nose Isha v'acharkach yilmod Torah. First marry a woman and then go learn Torah. Shabbat Yochanan says like this. Shabbat Yochanan Amar. Rechaim v'tzabaro. Rechaim, right? You got like a what's a rechaim? Like a grind. Oh, you got this this responsibility around your neck. The yasok patrol, the question mark. What you got to you got to support women. When you get married, you got to take responsibilities. You got these responsibilities now on you. Gonna, how you gonna learn Torah? So now the big question over here is: the brighter says, "V'miyev shalom b'lo yishai yisai shachem midras." Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel Selachanu says, first get married, then then learn Torah." Rabbi Yochanan seems to argue with the bride and says, no, first learn Torah. So the Gemara says, the law pligi isn't really a machloket. Why is a machloket? He says, ha-lan v'ha-lehu. Rabbi Yochanan lived in Eretz Yisrael. Right? Rabbi Yochanan Shmuel lived in Babel. So he says, the one speaking to people in Babel, the one speaking to people in Eretz Yisrael. Let's take a minute over here. I don't want to spend too much time on this. Take a minute over here. We're in from the sugi over here. Right, Rashi's over here. Halan v'halehu. B'nai Bavel are you orchin v'gosim yishlot tantan merit Yisrael. So B'nai Bavel used to actually take time off and go travel to Israel like we do today, right? From all over Chutz, they come all over the world for a shnat uh, uh, gap year, they call it. And they come learning yeshivas in Israel. 
standing above, from above, they go to show. And since they aren't living at home, and I just, I did, they leave their wife in Bavel. They don't take their wife with them. They get married, they go to Bavel. And Tzolche Abayit Mutalim Alav. They don't really worry about the house. We're not household chores. So therefore, Nosei Shad, have a below Hirur. He marries a woman, why? Because Pito Besalo. Now he knows he's married. He won't worry about other women. He's always got a wife at home. That's, that's, that's us Babylonians. That's what Rabbi Shmuel says. And Lehu and Ebrei and Rabbi Yochanan and Ebrei Shal say like this. Halom dim b'mkoman b'nei Shal who learn in Israel. In Nosei Shal, the married woman first. You tzorche abayit with the love. The yibatlu. And we're so busy doing chores. You know, I was actually talking about it to my cousin today. Now, after Quran, a lot of people work from home. So when you work from home and you don't go to your office, your wife thinks you don't work. So every time she needs something, she says, go do this, go do that, go do this, go do that. Yeah, Michael's nodding his head, right? So I said, you've got, to own a, you've got to have an office. If you don't go to your office, in fact, you've got an office, means you don't work from home. Then they don't ask you to run around to my But if you, this is exactly what you're saying over here. If you, if you live in Israel, you marry a woman, so then you're busy working, looking after household chores, your wife's around. So therefore, Vertlin. Tosfot says like this. There's a Tosfot over here. So there's a Tosfot Riazakein, which says like this, Halan, Parish B'nai Bavel, Shochim Chutz Le'iram Le'omot Torah, Angel Rabbi Mordechai Lehem, Hilchach Yisai Shav, Achach Yomot Torah. So he says, similar to Rashi, then Avah B'nai Eretz Yisrael, Shalomdim Torah B'mkomam, Im Yisau Yishah, Tchilat, Shorchei Abayim Mordechai Lehem, Ve'bitpateh, Umistah Brei says like this. He quotes Rashi, basically, Brei says Rashi, but he says, this is what makes sense. Umistah Brei Da'achi Perisho, Halan, Sheyatsreinu Mitgaber Aleinu. He says, us, Ayatser is on top of us. And Halehu and those should be talk shame, chafetzim, Torah, the happy Torah, and yet shamit kabalehim. Fashtalo pligish rabbi yoch, there's no machloket. Ima brighter, the chen yemi pia ram, rat, perik adam yecho tamutor. He quotes the right, it depends if you're able to manage without a wife or not. If you can have all the Yatsahora, which seems like Bene Eret Yisrael, right, or Bene Babel, which one it was, would have, and so that, that would be the answer. The Tosfet over here takes it a different story altogether. Let's just spend a moment with this Tosfet. He says, how about it? Perish by contrast. So we saw the Rashi, what Rashi says, right? So we skip at the Rashi. So I'm in there, Tosfot Tehalan, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and the eighth line of the Rashi says, the Mashmut Alma Shmuel did not say Shatnash was a married woman first, Kuak, that you wouldn't have heroes, you wouldn't have had Torah. And he says that Because they've got hero, they need their wives at home, and they're now you know, in a foreign town, and they've got their wife with him. It's not going to be hero. How does it help me that my wife's in Bavel and I'm in, in Yerushalayim? Right? For odd, Kashe, Achar Shinasai Shai, marries him. He says, further question after he marries a woman, Hey, Achiatzah, Chutlim, Komodim, how can you wife at home? What are you talking about? Marry your wife and then go live in Israel? In the meantime, find money for them, support his wife, support their children. Doesn't work out well for you if you leave your home with your family, you go work somewhere else, learn something else, etc. Al Kane, he says, therefore, about the time, his own answer on what this whole thing means. Okay, besides it, no. who's his wife 
Okay, agreed. As you have to have In the marriage, they agree that for the first year while he's learning, you want to have a Right. So he says, Alkan, you are a Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Echaim, and Savrovi. Rabbi Yochanan says, because we said Rabbi Yochanan was in talking to Israel, and Rabbi Shmuel talking to Bali. He says, other way around. So Rabbi Yochanan said, Rechaim, and Savrovi, you got this yoke on your neck. How are you going to learn Torah? It's the Bnei Babel, we're talking actually to Bnei Babel. Why is he talking to Bnei Babel? Because he's talking to Bnei Babel who came to, to Eretz Israel. So how can you leave your wife? What are you talking about? And Shmuel, who lived in Babel, he was speaking to Bnei Israel, who wanted to come and learn Torah first. He says, what are you coming here for? Stay there. And they were rich in Sometimes the, the Israelis would come to Babel. And the